How's it going, everybody? It's your friend Luke, the Crimp Crumb Creejay, and I'm here with another episode of One Two Review. I'm here with my buddies Brandon and Alex. Say hello, boys. Hey, guys. I am Alex. Hey, Big Guns Brandy. A little podcast where we rate review movies in the simplest way possible. One point if we didn't like it. Two points if we did. We rate and review until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. Kick the slag. One, two, hey folks, we got a little construction again. Our apologies, but that's not going to prevent us from reviewing movies, and we're going to start that right now with our first film. Folks, it's called Altheus. It is a 2017 film directed by Amanda Rivers. Uh, starring Adrian Brody, Randolph Coe, Robert Saget, Lauren Shee, Misty Lewis. Uh, quick synopsis of this film. After the Civil War, Marcus has to take care of his former enemy and now paralyzed brother, Altheus. And uh, this is based on a true story. Did you guys have any first uh, impulses or thoughts about this film? Anything that uh, you want to say? There's a couple things we can say. First, I think we need to bring up uh, a very serious film obviously you know swinging for the park going for an oscar run on this one i will say another thing we need to bring up is both brothers are played by adrian brody mm-hmm. and he, i think he does an excellent job absolutely but it's something to bring up sure it's not uh funny at all it's very, so serious that um there's another thing uh, they don't allow any food in the theater at all. So these are three, you know, very serious things in a very serious movie that make this film going experience very intense. Intense, right. So, yeah. Yeah, this movie is no fun. It's good. It's, it's great. Very good. It's great. It's very good. It's not fun. Uh, Luke, do you hear any thoughts on Alphys? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times I'll unintentionally laugh at at things like this where it's just I mean casting Adrian Brody twice as not only the war hero but also the the victim I mean he takes he takes a a, a giant cannonball to the leg and he's basically doomed he's basically just slowly dying I mean this is civil war times where they didn't have a lot of great medical technology and so these long scenes where he's standing there staring into his brother's eyes and it's him and i mean i don't know an incredible piece of acting for him to be able to pull this off mm-hmm. um d- normally that kind of that kind of stuff really ruins a movie for me but this had me in tears this had me shaking in my mm-hmm. seat God, um, yeah it's i was so good but you know what i I don't. I can't really imagine being hungry enough to have some popcorn to have a little. I mean, I couldn't even imagine having Civil War time snacks and watching this movie. It was so just uh, soul shattering. Uh, yeah, just so not fun. Like the least fun I've ever had, maybe at a movie. But yeah, really, but one of the best films I've seen in a I've long ever time. Seen. The best. Yeah. I, I heard that uh, you know they actually used Adrian. Brody's real brother as like a stand-in for this Adrian Brody, Oof. so that really made it you know like real emotions for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But He's behind the so scenes, good. behind the scenes. I mean, 
his his brother isn't that great of an actor, but um, they say behind the scenes that the director was telling the Brody brothers lies about each other, about, hey, man, he's, he slipped into your trailer and might have masturbated on your couch and just little lies about each other during the production of the film to kind of pit them against each other. You can really see it in the performance. You guys don't read the the forums on this stuff? I haven't had time this week. I've been super busy. But that's good to know. And then, like I mean, whatever I said, it takes to get the performance out of the actor. And an, another thing that really shook me about this movie, there's no, there's no music. That's how serious of a movie it is. There's actually one scene in the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of the movie where they actually they execute a harmonica player. And that's really the only piece of music that you hear in the entire film. I mean, it was Civil War. It was it was uh, one of the darkest times for America. I want and to I'm say, a guy who uh, loves oh. eating popcorn in the movies. It's, you know, maybe even above seeing the movie, I just actually like eating nice, fresh popcorn. So for me to go see a movie knowing that I can't have any food whatsoever while watching this film, I, for me to say it's still a good movie and you need to go see it, it really says a lot. Um, I want to give a real quick shout out to, to Lauren Shy. I don't know her, but she is originally from New Mexico. So she's a New Mexico actress in there. She's the lady that takes the chicken from them, that steals the chicken. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, she does great. But yeah, just a shout out to a New Mexican actress in there. Right on, Lauren. Um, phew, geez. Yeah, you guys ready to rate this thing? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I mean, ready, to, I'm ready to rate. As, as a piece of cinema, it's such a solid two points. Like, everyone should see this film. It should get awards. But, oh, geez, just not a fun thing to see. But two points, nonetheless. Yeah, this is the hardest, most important film to watch. And um, just my thing would be be respectful go there don't try to sneak in any kind of popcorn like i know brandon i know you did that he, he got yelled at i i did he sneak got, it in i i didn't eat it but i did sneak it in yeah and they saw you saw you right away i think someone i think a civil war reenactor caught you right away anyway well, regardless yeah yeah two points you must see you must see this movie 100%. Two points for me. This is the type of movie that, you know, they tell you, you know, it hurts to open your eyes. It hurts to keep your mouth closed. Well, this is a movie that really takes those words into action. So two points for me. Oh, right. That is six points for Amanda Rivers, Altheus. Folks, each week on One to Review, we rate and review the movies. We give them points. We add up the points till we get to 20. We call it a day. Each week, we have a different way of keeping score, keeping track of those points. This week is no different. We have, as you can probably hear, maybe in the background, I'm sure, uh, we've got a lot of flies in our apartment right now. We've been uh, kind of collecting them for a little bit because we like to play a game, Luke and I, here in L.A., uh, where we try to capture as many live flies as we can in the bathroom. At yeah, as soon time. as you told me about this game, I said, that'd be a great idea for a podcast. Let's figure out how we can share this with the public, and hopefully, maybe this game will spread, because it seems really fun. We've done it's it before. It's, it makes great radio. It's like wrangling, uh, you know, it's wrangling, it's hurting, it's it's Luke and I pushing these flies, getting them into that specific room. Trying it's to hunting without actually hurting the flies. Exactly. It's hurting the flies. 
H E R D. Mm-hmm. And we've done well before. We've uh, we've gotten 15, 16. Uh, Luke says we got 19. I don't totally count that. But That's the highest score. There were four, okay, there were four windowsill flies that were kind of like on their way out. They weren't really airborne anymore. Mm-hmm. So I counted them because they were still moving. But And I don't. So we, we're figuring out rules and stuff. But right now, we're going to start by just trying to get... Uh, we're gonna, well, we're going to ultimately try to get 20 in there today. So we have the construction, so there's a porta potty and that's been attracting a lot of flies. We've left out a lot of trash and a lot of food in the apartment, made kind of like a little altar area there with rotting fruit and some rotting meat on there. And so we have tons of flies in here. So it's just gonna be about kind of, uh, see if we can separate a couple from the herd here. Great, okay, well, let's All start right, off. All right, Brandon, put, put 20 seconds on the clock. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Sneezing. <laughs> All right, Alex, you ready? All right, cool. We're trying to get wait, six. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to actually plates. do 20 seconds. Hold on. Okay. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Set. Go. Mm-hmm. Okay, one second cool. good, and good, good. time's up. I think. Yeah. Got one. At, at least six. We got six in there. Let me see. Already? Six. Yeah, six. Oh, dude, there's so many flies in here. It's going to be harder keeping. It's harder keeping them in, ultimately. That's the real game. Oh. Keeping them in when you introduce new ones. But we got six in there. We're good. That's incredible. You know what else is incredible? Sponsorship deals. Let's take a break and listen to a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, it's me, Alex. I couldn't be more excited to announce that Interstellar Journey, the new No Doubt album, is available today on iTunes. Gwen Stefani, Tony Chaz, and the rest of the boys are back with this brand new album. Interstellar Journey is about the pains of age and the commitment to the joys that we used to have. Featuring the new song Shades of Color and Billboard's track of the week, Topiary, download today on iTunes. All right, well... I love No Doubt. I was just listening to Tragic Kingdom the other day and really bringing back some memories. So it's ska, but it's not like too ska, you know. I mean, for my for my money, Alex is the most excited about this album. Absolutely. I remember you blasting Return to Saturn, you know, when we lived together all the time. I was more of a three eleven guy. Ooh, the snare sound on three eleven. Yeah, that piccolo snare. Oof, disgusting. You didn't like it? It's like a cheese, you know? Some people like a real stinky cheese. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get back on track. I love piccolo snares. Let's talk about the next movie we saw. This is one that I was excited to see. This was straight to VOD or video on demand, so we were all able to see it pretty easily this was called the life of eli cuthburn uh this was actually made and came out in 2009 but it was just distributed to all the video on demand platforms this was directed by leonard wake this is about the cuthbert sons derek and alex what they do is they recreate their father's epic life and attempt to remember him 
as he recently passed. Uh, what did you guys think of this film? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's got Richard Jaynes in there, uh, Rose Mosher, Peggy Thomas. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty good, pretty interesting film. Uh, it takes some twists at the end there, definitely. So yeah, these guys pick up their father's old diary, basically, and they kind of visit the places he visited and try to talk to the people he talked to, and you know, like it says, recreate his life. Because uh, his father would tell him some stories. They wanted to kind of see if any of these stories were true. So, you know, some of them seemed quite unbelievable. They ended up being believable, some a little too believable. As you mentioned, there were quite a few twists and turns. For me, this was quite refreshing because it wasn't based on a true story. This was completely made up, so I knew the story could go anywhere. Yeah. It was like um, a, a real blank cav- canvas, you know? That's how it felt for me. Um, I felt like there was a lot of blank canvas. They had a lot of opportunity to really flesh this thing out. I mean, they had the opening scene where they they start their trip with the duct tape tire. You know, th- their father told them a story. When he moved to the West Coast, he drove the whole way on a tire that was fixed with duct tape. So they do it, and um, they just put a little, little piece on there. You, you'd think, like, they would go all out with different things, but... Um, they they seem very, I don't, well, I don't know. They seem very reserved until sort of the the big push at the end where they realize what really made their father the father. Yeah, and we should probably spoiler alert. Yeah, we yeah. should probably spoil it. I mean, if you guys really will, hey, we're gonna spoil this one. I don't know if I want to do it, though. I don't know if I want to be the guy. Well, I'll do it. His father was a... No, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Let's not ruin this film. Okay, you're right. Because really the twist is... In fact, we shouldn't... We probably shouldn't say anything more about it. Six points. All right, Brandon. That's uh, six points for that movie. All right, 20 seconds on the clock. Are you guys ready? Just remember... Optimal climate is important from what I've read. In the bathroom, of course, increase the temperature. Also, you attract more flies with honey than you do with strenuous physical activity. So pace yourself. It is only 20 seconds, but pace yourself. Okay, Okay, cool. Trying to get six more, right? Go. (laughs) 10 seconds. Hey, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Here, help me. Five seconds yes. left. Up high. Two. Up high, up high. Yep. One second. Time's up. Get it. All right. It's time. Time, 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 time. All right. I like the using the strobe light. I think that's a solid tactic. We got so many tactics. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> it doesn't read great on radio, but the strobe. I can see it, but. Easy peasy, though. That's 12 in the cam. Nice. I think I Great saw I think I saw a Chinese beetle flying there too. So we might have got a little half point bonus. Bonus. That's a ten point bonus. All right, let's kick it to a sponsor. Brandy boys, extra stinky firecrackers. Loud and stinky with unpredictable fuse times. Sounds like a firecracker. Smells like a fart. Good for school trips, parties, and everything in between. Annoy everyone. Be a fucking bratty boy. Mom! 
Yeah, I love bratty boys. Hell yeah. Uh, this this next movie we all had a chance to see is called Jamie's Dance. It's a Jack E. Sandoval film starring Ruby Pialis, Thomas Shaw, Daniel Washington, Todd Remillard. Um, Sir Ian McKellen plays Jamie, a 14-year-old boy in this coming-of-age film starring a mixed-age cast about a husband and wife whose divorce is changed when their son Jamie creates a weekly dance event in their town. Um, yeah. Oh, why mixed? Why mixed age? Why, why not? mixed age casting? Yeah, I guess why not? I mean, you know, Sandoval's always known for days. like his mind trip kind of heady interpretations of mm-hmm. normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, why or why not? I don't know. So I guess, I, I guess yeah, why not though? Because I guess choice. I liked it. It's like, you know, so, yeah, so this 14-year-old boy is played by, God, how old is Sir Ian McKellen these days? Older, a lot older than that. 50 at least. No, maybe. Jeez, like 32? Yeah, yeah pretty He's old there, getting 50. up there. Uh, the, parents, the parents are played by some kids. A baby plays a mayor. Uh, an old man plays a cat. It's just all over the place. The, the... It's just an age. It was supposed to be an age-blind casting, is what they were going for here, you know. And it's a response to uh, gender-blind and racial-blind, which I agree with. Depending on certain things and this and that and projects and everything, uh, the world should be equal. Everyone should have equal opportunity. Uh, I don't. I don't see ageism as a thing, but I know it is. So it I is. guess it's great that this it film is. addresses it, you know. And I guess Jack Sandoval, uh, or sorry, Jack Sandoval, the director, is getting older. And I guess he said he's experiencing discrimination for his age. And so this was a response to that. So I get it. It's not an issue I'm familiar with, but I'm sure it's one hopefully I'll get to as I get older. I'm just waiting for these sirens to stop. Yeah, we got to let the police do their thing, do their job. Yeah, I got to be respectful. Well, I learned a lot about respect in watching that first movies so. yeah respecting age respecting your parents choices for divorce um i think really that's probably the the big lesson that jamie learns in this movie <clears throat> is that um you know a lot of times it's the child that drives two parents apart and really to to try to bring them back together is selfish honestly um and it's it's crazy to see a master actor like Ian McKellen show those the, that process that the child is going through. True, death of ego. He really just lets loose and is a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think just, he does great work in this. He's unlearned so much. Yeah, and his body looks really young. I don't know if they did used a body double or, or what, if yeah, he's been like getting, getting work done. Yeah, for, for like a 55-year-old guy, he's got really great skin, really nice toned arms and legs and uh, beautiful hands. So young. Really nice hands. I will say Katy Perry was a cool cameo as the grandma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As yep, the secret, as the secret cool grandma, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who kind of saves the saves the the dance event. Yeah, yeah, you know the whole thing has a is nice. Like I like that dancing aspect of it, the community aspect. It's a heartwarming film, absolutely. Yeah, the community is a, a, a real mixed bag, and I guess that's a kind of a fun part watching these uh, these dance parties come together and. 
I, I mean, there's. I guess the casting is a little troublesome for me to see. Like, okay, some of the couples were weird. Some of yeah. the couples were weird, like the. But we we have to be blind and seeing their ages. It shouldn't affect us, you know. Yeah, but I it's mean, a couple to, a couple where there there's a really tall man and a really short woman. That's uncomfortable. That's kind of disgusting. That's not even age, though. That's just. I like, know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It shouldn't happen. Six points. All right, Brandon. All right, let me reset the stopwatch here. And are you guys ready? Any yeah, yeah, tips yeah. you'd like to share with anybody who wants to try this at home? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, everyone should try this at home. It's uh, it's cool. It's, you know, I grew up on a farm, and so we had animals and stuff. And now that I'm in an apartment in Los Angeles, I don't have that. And this is a way for me to kind of touch back to my roots and my... Again, my farm days, my wrangling, my herding skills. And there's a few rules. You can't like, you can't touch the flies. You can't grab you can't them. Hurt them. You can't hurt them. You can't incapacitate them with sprays or chemicals. You can't spray water on them to incapacitate them. You can't use the help of pets. No cats. Um, I mean, you can. It's just, it's just a little. It's just a little slimy, honestly. Yeah. You can use like shoes and stuff, like notebooks. You can use things to make your reach bigger, like uh, uh, tools, but no, no, like moving tools, kind of, you know, sticks and stuff. Yeah, Alex used a pillowcase once, and he got in a lot of trouble for that. We had to Not let cool. all the flies back out into his room. Mm-hmm. Cool. How many did you guys catch that time? Time's been up for about a minute. Yeah. Oh, we didn't go. Oh. All right. Well, do over. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay, 20 seconds starts now. All right. All right, all right, corner this one, corner this one. Use Zeke to your advantage. No, we can't, we can't. No, 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 Zeke's. Yep, good, 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 good. All right. One more. No, no, no. Boom, baby. Time's almost up. Time is now up. We're done. Good. We had a little extra time on that. Extra time, baby. It's a fun game. <laughs> Seems like a workout also. It's a lot of work. But let me tell you what. When your guest comes in, goes into the bathroom, and there's 15, 20 crazy flies flying around. It's like a rainforest. It's hot. It's, there's like still some steam from the shower. It's pretty there's funny. rotting fruit and meat. It's like a fly habitat rainforest. In well, there, we normally don't have the rotting fruit and meat. We just did that for the podcast. Yep. Let's talk about what's this construction because I think the porta potty that also you said is there is probably bringing a lot of flies to your house too. Is that right? Yeah, the porta potty mm-hmm. helps. We had construction last episode. We have construction again. Last time there was hammering. I don't hear any hammering this time, so that's a plus. Yeah, as far as I know, they're putting in new linoleum and they're they're molting the floors right now. So they've got uh, some they've got the molting crew up there molting the, the How's the, linoleum. the slag situation? Is there a lot of leftover slag? Well, th- yeah. They said we could keep it whatever whatever they toss out the window, we could have all their leftover slag. That's cool. I think I, I don't know. It's pretty useful. Alex uses it for crafts, so. That's no, cool. It's good to have around. Some extra slag. 
Yeah, cut me some slag, dude. Molt me some slag, bro. Let's Molt me some slag. Let's kick a sponsor. Boners got you embarrassed, red in the face, because you're popping bees on the reg or in places where bees aren't cool to be popping. Introducing Hard Off. This extreme pill is not only a boner blocker, but a boner diffuser too. Take the pill and within moments, you won't be turned on by anything. Even the strongest boner shizzles are done with Hard Off and Extra Strength Raging Hard Off. Now available at Safeway and Dylan's. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the last film that we're going to review in today is called Death Horse. This is a 2004 film directed by Donna Bradley, starring Korean Billy, Pamela Madsen, Joel Carrillo, and Joan Howard. It's about a horse that starts killing people in a small town. Oh, man, what a good film. Uh, did you guys enjoy Death Horse? I did. It reminds me a lot of the old Stephen King kind of killer car, killer dog. Yeah. Oh, I love this. It's so simple. Such a simple, just, it's a, it's a slasher film with a horse as the serial killer. Yeah, you I loved it. Definitely got to kick the dead horse in this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, we've got Korean Billy, who is a super famous YouTube YouTuber phenomenon. as the star. Yeah. And he's great in this. I think his YouTube videos kind of annoy me sometimes. He does a lot of dialect videos as well as a lot of prank videos. He's kind of all over the place, kind of a hodgepodge of a YouTube star. But uh, I think he does great acting work in this as the protagonist, you know, kind of trying to defeat this death horse. Yeah, so many great death scenes. Um, of course, trampling, getting horse bites. I love it when the little girl gets bucked into the ceiling. That's hilarious. <laughs> Super good in the ceiling fan. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. um, and what I know, do like, however, is there are no actual deaths. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job making this movie. I, I totally agree with you, Brandon. A lot of movies, you know, people die. So, and they really fly fast and loose with death sometimes around movie sets. And I hear for a movie called Death Horse, I just expected, yeah, a few people would die. But no, everybody, everybody was okay. This filming. Yeah. They did a good job on safety. Um, the horse, even though the horse went through a lot, um, the horse was fine. Actually, they used multiple horses. They kind of picked a style of horse, brown, like a brown that uh, they were able to get like many look-alikes. No, they really were strict about making sure everybody was, was really okay. taken care of. Yeah, it was cool. You know what I I heard they had uh, great craft services. The, the 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 cast and crew were able to eat pretty well. On Fridays they were given um, two protein options, which was always uh, almost unheard of that, nowadays. Yeah, this was this did come out in two thousand four, so. Yeah, for 2004, they were kind of like revolutionizing, um, well, minimizing, like it was, they were really making strides and minimizing death in these violent movies. You mean on the sets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex, you've worked in Tons movies. Tons of people you've die in the close, movie. You yeah. saw the movie. Yeah. There's close calls all the time on these films. I didn't, sorry to open your eyes, Alex. Yeah, no, I worked on lots of film sets. People die all the time in films, and this is one where, you know, no one died. It's just kind of one of those things. It's not, it's just an open secret of Hollywood. 
And um, yeah, hats off to this film for for keeping it safe. Um, also a good movie. Go see it. Or I guess you could probably rent it at this point if people still rent movies. Yeah, if you love horses, you'll probably. Or I mean, if if you really love violent horses, and seeing, I mean, like PETA people that love pets and animals are really going to get a kick out of this because a horse gets its comeuppance, a horse gets pushed too far and and takes back the power. I think animal power is going to be a, a trend that's going to really hit it's, us hard in 2020. Yeah, I think it's going to be coming back because pretty much everyone is getting rights again. Everyone's got rights um, except for animals. So I mean, even see. AI has rights at this point. So yeah. we're, we've done that. Let's Let's focus on animals. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Let's totally agree on some numbers to give this movie. All right. Uh, I'm going to give Death Horse uh, two points. I enjoyed it. Like uh, Luke said, a lot of good, uh, lot of good death scenes. Uh, yeah. Death Horse, solid film, solid filmmaking. And a uh, nice, nice safe movie that they made there. Uh, two points. Definitely refreshing to read about, you know, the death count on a movie called Death Horse and realize no one died while making it. So inspiring and, you know, really set the bar for standards on a lot of movie sets. So I'm thankful because now Alex can live, you know, after he goes to a set and continue to do this podcast. So thank you, Death Horse. Two points. Yeah, didn't a bunch of people die on Wizard of Oz? Tons of people. Small people, too. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's a good movie. Six points. Anyway, all right. Cool. We got to chase some flies. All right. Should we add? Should we add an... Should we add an element of um, extreme to this final well, fly grab? This sure. is the final fly grab to sum it up and wrap up the episode. Any final thoughts before you do your final push to try to beat the top score? Did you guys? Yes, we need. Did you guys tell the story about how you guys found out what the high score was? The piece that? of paper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we moved in. There was just a little scrap of paper in the bathroom that said 19 flies on it. And it took us a while to figure that out. But uh, we kind of... We live in a high fly... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. There's a lot of flies in our neighborhood, so... Um, you know what? I'll tell you something. I wish I could play this game with you. I, as you know, live on sub-basement 3 here. Flies... I have no flies down here. Yeah, I don't think flies have. have sort of I don't bug. think flies have the balls to really fly that deep. The exoskeleton. I think they're kind of like the sketched out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's there's it, just something weird about a fly in a basement, especially sub basement three. It's dark down here. What's it doing down there? Who knows? We have other creatures though. What do you? You have like rats, right? Bed bugs. No, none of those things. More like albino Centipedes. newts, geckos, kind of a lot of albino blind stuff. They don't even need vision down here. It's so dark. So, cave dwelling creatures, mostly, mostly. But they're like New York cave dwelling creatures, so they're like tougher, right? Yeah, they like pizza and bagels. Who doesn't? Let's let's. Okay, no tips for these final fly count. Uh, we're, me and Alex are going to do it blindfolded. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a challenge okay. that we really wanted to 
Again, the hard part's gonna be opening up that door, get these new flies in. The hard part's gonna be not letting the old ones out, especially with the blindfold. That is gonna be <clears> tough. <throat> okay, 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. Starts now. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. That's my foot. That's my foot. Yeah. What? Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Where are you at? Where are you at? Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. All right. Ready? Okay. Hold my arm. Hold my arm. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Time's up. <coughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, <coughs> seven, eight. Count them. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Take your blindfolds off first. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. It sounds like there's 20 in there. 22. No way. 22. New record. <laughs> New record. Um, and for one, two review listeners, for one, two review users, if you guys want to get in on this game, um, get to one, two review.com and uh, sign up for, we'll, we'll send you some flies. It's just go to our store. And we'll send you a couple fly larvae if you guys want to get started on this. Yeah, starter kits are available from our website. Most websites, Dylan's, Safeway. A shout out to our Patreon donor. Rab. Rab. What up, Rab? Thanks, Rab. Thanks. Hey, everybody listening. If you want to have your name or anybody's name or something appropriate shouted out at the end of the podcast in honor of you you could donate two dollars a month to pay for the hosting and whatnot if you want to you can help us out at patreon.com slash one two review thanks yeah guys this is for real it's for real all right next week we're gonna be reeling squash button boys is this for real the windings of remus gallant french noises go go tough ride emulsion and another from the dough series sourdough that's a lot of thanks movies. for listening that's a lot <laughs> that's a busy week we'll see if we get to half of those if you or someone you know is handling flies in an unhygienic or <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. All right. Thank you so much for listening. That is our improvised podcast. We want to thank our real sponsors, audible.com for giving us real money for real sponsorship and our real Patreon donors. That is Alec Guinness, uh, Steve Tashek and William Lopez. Thank you so much for your donations.